For centuries, the children of the old gods fought. After many encounters with this evil, a group of mortal men assumed a task to confront this power. Albert and company had finally come face to face with the Source, a goddess of the Nova Realm. Chapter 36 Fog of the Forsaken Soldier A goblin prince slain, and a discovery just made. When Griff's fear is subdued, it will change the cleaver's blade. There was no shard out there, but a quite common gem. There might be treasure still, something more suited just for them. Take a look for yourselves. Walking by, Nim had stepped over the slain goblin Prince Ferk and his shaman underling. The flames from the small bonfire had returned to their natural colors as the herbs finished burning. They were not deadly to the company, so they could breathe freely. Nim now stood next to the floating crystal in chains. You see? This is nothing more than a floating blue stone. While impressive to those unacquainted with its properties, it does not surprise me in the least that this glowing rock is what the goblins deemed valuable. Well, I think it's quite amazing. Nim had forgotten for a moment that Griff was a sheltered human boy from a small human town. His words could easily be misunderstood as a blanket statement, acknowledging all who don't know any better. He paused and smiled. Uh, yes, it is quite amazing. Placing his bow on his back, Nim looks around and points at a tattered cloth hanging loosely over a hole in the cavern wall. I also find it amazing how these goblins don't hide their treasures very well. Let's have a look behind the cloth, shall we? Standing now, Hero throws his shield over his back and walks over to the torn drapings. With a strong handful, he tears the cloth off the wall completely. Wow! There really is a treasure! Yes. It looks like some stolen goods from Smithwall, perhaps. And a small chest. With a hard kick, Hero cracks the weak lock of this chest as dust fills the air. Reaching his hands through a few pieces of silver and copper coins, he grabs some leather-bound items, inspected them, and... Yeah, great. Try these on. Oh, okay. Well, let's see here. Slipping on the braces and adjusting them tightly to his wrists, Griff smiles as he raises his arms with content. They seem to fit well. Oh, and here are three small bags of coin. I'd say a well-deserved payment. <laughs> <laughs> After tossing the coin to his friends, Hero looks back into the chest, only to find one item left at the very bottom. 
Pulling slowly, a lovely blue satin cloak unravels from the box. This was similar to what the goblin prince was wearing, but with a noticeably torn piece from the corner. Well, would you look at this? My favorite color, blue. If either of you don't mind. Please, take it for yourself, hero. That looks like it would fit you nicely. And it's such a lovely cloak, aside from the tear. It adds character. While Hero and Griff inspected their newly found treasures, Nim tossed the bag of coin into the air, but stopped as his attention was drawn to something oddly shaped within it. Untying the bag's string, Nim removes a beautiful gold necklace with a precious red gem in its center. He slips it proudly over his head to rest upon his chest. Both boys stood in amazement at the revelation, and quickly looked into their own bags. Nothing else but a few gold coins. At least we each found something in this damn cave. Looking around with a glimmer of mischief in his eyes, Hero scoops up the goblin prince's small scepter and walks over to Griff. There's only one task left for us down here. And... That is to add a title to you, Griff. The Brave Knight of Borwich. Tapping the scepter to the left and right of Griff's shoulders, Hero's announcement echoes through the cavern space. From this day forth, you shall also be known as Griff, the Goblin Prince Slayer. <laughs> well done, well done. Griff stood with a smile. The excitement of finding treasures and titles given had been on the minds of his friends, but his thoughts lay heavily upon the cleaver and its enchantment. He was certain he had figured it out. Fear was the lock, and subduing it was the key to unsealing its potential. Find his inner courage. Was that what Krog had meant back in Malvern? After a night spent exiting the Goblin's Den and returning to Smithwold, Hero and company prepare themselves the next morning to continue their trek north. They would walk for half a day to the next village over. There doesn't seem to be much out here besides livestock and farmers. With his hand over his eyes, looking into the sky, Nim checks the position of the sun. Well, it's about midday. I think we should find some food before we continue on. This place reminds me of Borwich. Long way from Borwich, are you? What brings you out this way of the realm? Hero held a bit of paranoia at being questioned about their business. He quickly answers the old farmer with a stern tone. We're heading north. Our business is our own. All right there, young adventurer. I don't mean you no trouble. <laughs> but you ain't heading north from here. The Bog of the Forsaken is to the north of this village. No one goes through there. Bog of the Forsaken? Yes, lad. I guess you wouldn't know the tale, being from Borwich. The Bog to the north is cursed. A 
long time ago, in a Slothian militia, I tried to take shortcut through the bog and, well, most of them had gone missing. Just vanishing into the air. We only know this because the very last Slothian soldier saw every single one of them disappear. He stopped before entering the bog and turned back, running with his tail between his legs to this village. None of us go out there, and neither should you. Then how do we get north from here, good sir? You'll have to go around it. You'll head west from here, but it will take you days on foot. A wagon travels to and from the Aslothia kingdom. It should be here soon, a little after midday usually. Then we have arrived just in time. Hero appeared visibly annoyed at the idea of heading to the Aslothia kingdom. And I guess we have no choice. Just as the farmer had mentioned, the wagon to the Aslothia kingdom eventually arrived. And so they went, climbing aboard with other merchants and tradesfolk who head to the kingdom with goods and livestock to sell. I've never been to an actual kingdom before. This is going to be great! I wouldn't get too excited. The folks in these large kingdoms can be a little different from what you're used to, Griff. Hero had a tone of aversion in his voice. Is there something about this kingdom you do not like? Have you been there before? I haven't. But I have met the children of the royal family. Yeah, similar in age to my younger sister and I. Hubert True Lion and his sister Abigail. They are awful. Well, aside from awful children, I am curious to see a thriving human kingdom. A silence fell over the company. They watched as the land rolled by them. Surrounded by the sounds of livestock, Hero took this opportunity to rest. It wouldn't be until dusk that they would arrive, and so heavy were his eyes. Hey Griff, it would seem that you have discovered how to use that enchantment from your bard friend. I, I think I've gotten the idea. I will need more practice. Hopefully not with any more goblins. <laughs> well, I guess for you, the only good thing about the goblins was finding that beautiful necklace. Indeed. I can thank them for that. As the wagon rode on, Nim and Griff continued to speak, sharing differences in the lives of elves and humans, and laughing at the curiosities between them. Soon they both noticed that the land in which they were riding was lush with bright green grass, vibrant fields of farmlands, and with healthy little villages leading up to the massive walls of the Eslothian kingdom. Gods of the realm, look at the size of that drawbridge. It's at least three times larger than the Borwich Gate. This is amazing. It's not all it's cracked up to be, I assure you. Halt the wagon. A standard practice in most scattered kingdoms and towns, the guards perform a routine inspections of passengers and items coming into the city. You, there, remove your hood, will you? 
Pulling back his hood, Nim reveals his face. His ears cause a bit of commotion as whispers from the others fill the wagon. Say, uh, where did you get that necklace? He found it. I do not believe questioning the jewelry a passenger wears is part of the inspection. Or must we ask your commanding officer the nature of your duties? Reluctantly, the guard waves for the wagon to pass by. Perhaps he had already been in hot water with his commanding officer. It is not uncommon for these foolish men to hold their power over others, and Hero knew that. Hero assumed that Nim, being an elf, was the cause for that strange encounter. They were not commonly seen within the realm these days. Griff, once again, was filled with excitement as the massive archways passed over them. Hero began to remember what it was like to live in a place such as this. He did not want to stay any longer than they must. Hi everyone, this is Stephen Carr, lead voice actor for Tales of the Nova Realm. If you enjoyed our tales, please like and subscribe to the podcast. You can also reach out to all of us on our social media accounts. And if you enjoy our tales and like to support us, feel free to visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TOTNR podcast. And thank you again for listening.